Well, hello, Matt. Um, I saw that you had a guest host last time. Who told you that? I mean, you posted it. Okay, I, I guess uh, <clears throat> I didn't know you had noticed that. I thought I was doing you a favor, actually, because uh, we had that time scheduled and you just didn't show up. And I wanted to keep your podcast going. Well, likely story. That's a very good way of spinning it. The other thing that is a positive about this is that I have no idea who Kato Kalen is. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even say his name right. So <laughs> Yeah, clearly. No idea. Kato Kalen. Just as well. You know what? I'm happy for you. At this point, we've cleared up this is actually your podcast, not my podcast. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> You're apparently sick. I was. I was sick. I went to take a nap around noon thinking, you know, I'd be awake, ready, bright-eyed, and bushy-tailed for our pod record. Should have set an alarm. Sometimes adults make mistakes. <laughs> Woke up at 4.30. Clearly very sick. It's all right. Welcome back. And thank you for having me as your guest again. If I wasn't a celebrity, would you be so nice to me? If I didn't have cheese like every day, would you still want to be with me? If I couldn't buy you diamond rings and all those other expensive things, would you be so into me? If I wasn't a celebrity. Lately. Today's celebrity is... Christina Ricci. One of my favorites on the list. I've got a lot of randoms on this list, and she's definitely one of the top. I mean, she's like a bona fide movie star. Icon, I'd say. Yeah. Her Wikipedia says literal teen icon. Yep. When I was a teenager, I mean, she was in some really, some of those movies that were like stuck with me for years to come and probably watched them over and over. My personal favorite was Casper. <laughs> um, but then Now and Then, another great one. I bet you've never heard of the movie that I met her on the set of. <laughs> oh, boy. What movie is this one? It's called Born to be a Star. Born to be a Star? I don't even see that on her Wikipedia movie list. The official title, I guess, is Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star, starring <laughs> oh. Nick Swardson. I see it. Okay, Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star. She played Kathy McGee. Yeah, it earned a 3% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Many critics considered it one of the worst films of all time. Really? According to Wikipedia. And it was directed by... Tom Brady, <laughs> the director, not the athlete. You don't know that. Oh, no. Wikipedia specifically specifies this is the film director. Okay. Because I was going to say, like, I mean, Tom Brady, great quarterback, maybe a shitty film director. And that's why this is one of the worst movies of all time. Please give us the synopsis of this movie. This looks just interesting to say the okay, least. Okay. Well, I'll probably cut out me talking about it and just play the trailer. Okay. But uh... meet Bucky Larson. Get out of here. You're Fire! He was going nowhere <laughs> until he made tonight. We're gonna watch nude movies. <laughs> a shocking discovery. Is that who I think it is? That's your folks. I'm the son of two stars. I'm gonna go to California and I'm gonna be a star on the silver screen. Nick Swardson is. You don't look like the average porn star. Oh yeah, because I'm wearing a sweater. Bucky Larson. That's a great accent. Your accent's awesome. I love that accent. Everyone keeps talking about my accent, but I'm from America. Let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Nick had invited me to the set just to like hang out. And then Christina Ricci is his love interest in this movie. Bucky, I was thinking, um, since you've never done it with any of the girls in your videos and, and, um, and, you know, I've never done it either. Um, I was thinking that maybe we could do it together. So you're a Virgo too? So tell me about Christina Ricci. I was just walking around, uh, with Nick. It was at this hotel and we were just in the parking lot and there was all these star trailers 
And he was just like, hey, you want to meet Reach? And I assumed that meant Christina Ricci. So I said, yeah. And so we went to her trailer. We went in and just like hung out for probably 10 minutes. Well, that's great. It's funny to me when celebrities introduce themselves. She's like, hey, I'm Christina. And shook my hand. And in that situation, you want to be like, yeah, I know who you are. I know what your name is. <laughs> I am well aware. But yeah, it's, it would be weird if she didn't do that. It's like, of course you would, because it seems presumptuous not to introduce yourself. She was, sounds like she was friendly. She was just had the, the cool, laid-back vibe that you would expect of Christina Ricci. Yeah? Yeah. She's chilling. I would love to know how they got her to agree to be in this. <laughs> that would be a great story. And I hate to make fun of the movie, because... Like, it's very hard to make a movie. I mean, they set out to make a very good, funny movie, and it just doesn't always work all the time, so. I mean, even just producing a, a tiny video at our global corporation can be difficult when there's more than a couple cooks in the kitchen. Like, I cannot imagine yeah. what it's like to be to be involved in a large production like that. I mean, you give Tom Brady, football legend, a chance to direct his own movie, and it, uh doesn't always work out the way you want it to. Even Tom Brady's got to lose every once in a while. I saw it. I've seen worse movies. I wouldn't say it's one of the worst movies of all time. Okay. I mean, all movies can't be as great as Casper, you know? Oh, yeah. Casper? Hmm? If my mom's a ghost, did she forget about me? No. She would never forget you. Cat? Mm-hmm. If... I were alive, would you go to the Halloween dance with me? Mm-hmm. Cat? Mm -hmm. Can I keep you? Is Casper Devin Sawa? Yes. Oh my gosh. Devin Sawa was in Casper. He played Casper as a boy. He <sighs> told you I was a good dancer. Childhood crush. Can I keep you? Oh, that just got me going. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was always really into the, the cheesy kid love stories. What's your thought on how watching those at a young age and how that affects you later in the way that you approach love and relationships? I think it has a huge impact of what you expect from romantic relationships. Yeah, I agree. Positive or negative? I mean, it's gotta be negative, right? The fairy tale stuff, like happily ever after? Personally, I don't think it's all negative. I think a lot of it is negative. Because, I mean, ultimately in those movies, they don't they don't show you any of like the actual real authentic relationship stuff. <laughs> and like the vulnerable moments and the moments where that are hard. Yeah. But I do think that they give a pretty good picture of what it looks like to be like really happy in a relationship. Do you think that boys at a young age, and again, this is, I realize that I'm speaking from a very binary gender mindset, which I don't actually think is the case. But in general, if you are full on dude in a high school, are you affected in the same way by watching like Casper, Devin Sawa and Christina Ricci and their little <laughs> moment of love as, as a young girl is, you think? Probably not. Very interesting. But I do think, I do think movies like that do make either gender like believe in love and expect that you'll be with one person forever and that's the normal way to be i had a in my 20s i had some significant distorted views of what healthy relationships should look like and it, i it's taken me quite a while to kind of like 
reshape that because I think what happens is you get it in your head that it should be a certain way yeah. and then when it's not then it's really hard to to reconcile and then you eat like maybe you go at the other end of the spectrum or whatnot but like yeah I, I know for for me for sure when did your parents get divorced when I was 16 was that the first uh, marriage that you saw dissolve um it's a great question I don't think there was anyone else no it was a big deal when my parents got divorced too, because everything that I kind of thought was the case about relationships and happily ever after all of a sudden wasn't. So I'm really, it's taken me a long time to realize just how much of like a shaking of my, yeah. it was very destabilizing to what I knew to be true. Yeah. And what you've told me is your, both your parents told you that it was your fault specifically that they got divorced, which has got to be hard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. My parents suck, man. <laughs> Love you, mom. Just kidding. We're just um, we're we gotta throw more tests like this to see if your mom's actually listening to the podcast. We we'll just like say horrible things about her, and then uh, see if she says important. anything about it. Very important. Very um, important. You gonna get married again? Um. Yeah. Probably. I'd like to be. How can you? You already promised that you love the last guy forever, <laughs> and then you broke your promise. Yeah. I totally did. Luckily, I've been able to reshape my the childhood vision of everlasting fairy tale love, and realize that life is life is just a lot of steps. And I think going into a next long term relationship, whatever that looks like, I would hold it a lot lot less tightly, which I think would be a very good thing. And I think it would be for me, it would be an opportunity to let go of because I th- I think the biggest negative that comes from that like conditioning that gender type gender roles go through at young ages is that you as a female you feel really there's a lot of fear wrapped into like well if it doesn't work out then I'm alone and if I'm alone I'm unhappy and if I'm alone then it's just it's scary it's scary to think about so what I've been trying really hard is just to to get into the mindset that like I will be fine no matter what happens. And I, I can't predict the future. Yeah. And there may be terrible things that happen. And I can't really stop that. But I'll be fine. When you get married again, if you get married again, will you say like similar vows? Like, I'll be with you forever till death do us part? Or will you feel like a hypocrite? I'm I'm not oh, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm projecting really? all of my own feelings. I'm projecting really all of my get, own feelings. Getting in on it. <laughs> These are the things that Matt Hutchin stays up at night thinking about. <laughs> that's that's what I feel like. Uh, if I were to get married again, it's just I feel like anyone else there would be like, mm, yeah, you said that last time, and then uh, you didn't uh, you didn't stick with it. Didn't and... quite follow through, buddy. We see you. Yeah, so... That's funny. It's not as romantic to say, like, I take you to be my lawfully wedded spouse unless something (laughs) happens and it doesn't work out. For now. Yeah, Yeah, for now. I think that's... Why not add that in? Yeah. It's like a legal contract. So just it's like getting into any other contract. Right. It's just like there's got to be an an escape clause. (laughs) Yeah, and maybe just that we should just start building that into the vows. Yeah. I think that is a great question. I actually have not thought about that. I mean, I, I, I think for all of my, my 
speak about trying to enter into another long-term relationship of being really pragmatic and, and open to whatever happens, I also still do hold the expectation and hope that my next relationship does last. Right. <laughs> so I probably would want, and, and actually I'm trying, I'm on a mission knowing way more than I did when I was in my twenties about of finding like a actual great match for me and yeah. my personality and who I am and where I want to go in life. So I do think that I have a better chance. Yeah, <laughs> I still believe that love like is real and can last a long time. Yeah. I think a second marriage is like ideal, right? Because you've, you've learned like what, what is wrong. It's like a do over. Yeah. I also think another thought on the vows thing, I I mean, when I said the vows, I genuinely believed that right. I was wanting those things. and Yeah, me too. And so it doesn't make them untrue. It's just that like life changes and life is not always, doesn't always follow in this pathway that you expect. And then, you know, you pivot and change. Yeah. And I realize, I mean, it's obviously super normal to get remarried and get married multiple times, tons and tons of people do it. Just to me, it feels like hypocritical to say the same thing again, to like make that promise. And then, then I just start feeling bad about not keeping the promise from before. So it's just a yeah. weird hang up that I have that I should get over. Well, thank you for passing it on to me. <laughs> I will now wake up in the middle of the night thinking about the same things. <laughs> and if I'm invited to your wedding, if you get married again, I will be thinking, mm, yeah, uh, she said that last time, I'm pretty sure. You have to make you sign something not to be like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that works out for you. Last question on that note. If you do get married again do you have any preference like do you want to have like personally i'll, I'll start by telling you my answer to this <laughs> question i don't want to have any sort of big big to-do wedding ever again like i've didn't i did that it's we're good yeah <laughs> and i think that would be weird to have that whole experience again that would make me feel odd for me and another marriage would would represent a totally new way of doing things so what do you what about you i think you're lucky in that you're uh, a woman in that situation because I feel like if if you pitch that idea to a guy like I don't want a big wedding there's a better chance that they're going to be like if it's their first marriage that they're going to be like <laughs> yeah true. great but if I'm marrying a woman that it's her first marriage and she really wants a big wedding then I, I think there's a high likelihood that she would want some sort of wedding since she hasn't had that experience and all these movies and societies has like you know put visions of like even I had my like visions of what I would want my wedding to be like mm -hmm. and then I got to have that experience so I feel like for me it would depend on what she wanted to do and if she wanted to have a really big wedding uh, I would go along with it yeah but uh, I think that makes sense yeah but I, I don't I wouldn't want another big wedding I can't you know I can't stand in front of all the same people again and then uh, and then lie like I did last time, even though I wasn't lying in the moments. <laughs> wow. But, um, but so I mean, dismal. have you been? You probably I think you need to. I think you need to watch Casper. <laughs> Wait. Where are you going? Where I can watch over both of you until we're together again. 
You've probably been to weddings of people that it's their second marriage, right? You know, I actually haven't. Okay. No, I haven't. Believe it or not. I have a lot of friends that are now divorced and I will be going to weddings of from a second wedding. Yeah, you're that mid-30s sweet spot. I bet there's lots of people getting divorced of your friends. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not alone. That's for sure. So a couple friends of mine, one of them did recently get remarried. I did not go to the wedding, but I did hear about it was a very traditional, like big wedding with lots of people there. Um, and he was it was a he was the dude in the wedding. So he, yeah, just kind of like went with the preference of the bride. Was it her first wedding? Yeah, her first wedding. Yeah. Sounds like a lovely event. You know, it's just it is what it is. Everyone has a different story, too. Some people d wouldn't consider that they lied. <laughs> that they considered something like <laughs> something maybe you need to wrestle with <laughs> yeah and it's also like who cares weddings are fun like why wouldn't like i my cousin got remarried because it was his second wife's first wedding and she wanted to have a nice big wedding and it was like a kick-ass wedding it was like more fun than the first wedding so like i'm glad that he did it again and i didn't yell in the back yeah right <laughs> That's very nice of you. Okay, this is my moment of uh, real talk to you. I think if you have it in the back of your mind that you were lying at your first wedding and that you are going to hold on to that if you have another wedding, you will do a disservice to the moment and how beautiful it could be with a new person if you kind of carry that around. So I hope for you that you're able to kind of release that so you don't carry it into that experience because... I have no doubt it will. I mean, it, either way, it's a beautiful celebration of a new union, you know? Yeah. And like you said before, it's in the moment you didn't feel like you were lying. I clearly, I didn't feel like I was lying at all. It was this, you know, it's still like the best day of my life. But uh, yeah, same. And I, I think I, you know, whoever I end up with, if I do end up with someone, I'd want to be able to talk with them about these feelings. And maybe there's a way to just be like, the vows are just like, I'm going to do my best <laughs> for as long as I can. <laughs> Um, we don't have to get we don't have to like bring death into this yeah well i mean some some people write their own vows and it is literally just that like i've heard people read vows and they're just like i promise to wake up in the morning and give you a kiss every day yeah <laughs> they're like really seems like really easy or there's not even any promises it's just a person telling the other person how much they appreciate about them yeah that's a good point um because i i feel like if you said a bunch of nice promises like that and then you ended it nobody's gonna be like hey they didn't say forever nobody said till death do us part they they made a bunch of other promises but yeah that's yeah. a good idea we don't have to put this in the podcast but i just realized which is a good thing because it probably and sometimes it would have been more emotional for me so our vows were i wrote them basically took the the traditional vows and just like tweaked them slightly to make them a little and added a few few lines just that were that we thought were um special for us and mm -hmm. they were like absolutely beautiful vows and people were just like they were they touched everyone in the in the audience i mean people were coming up to us afterwards we had numerous couples ask us for the vows and like we had another couple of our friends that actually used those same vows in their wedding. Wow. And I, I kept saying like, I just felt like the vows that we wrote were like literally divinely inspired. <laughs> Guess not. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. You let Guess everybody down. Not. 
Yep. Oh, that's life. You say that I won't lose you, but you can't predict the future. So just hold on like you will never let go. Yeah, if you ever move on without me, I need to make sure you know that you Jessica Carlson, do you think Christina Ricci is on Cameo? I don't. And the reason being is that I think we've, well, I've decided that she's a fairly private person. And I don't think that she would take up the Cameo opportunity. I agree. I feel like she's a massive movie star and it would be very strange unless she was doing it for charity and charging like $5,000 per Cameo or something. So you are correct. Yes. She is not on Cameo. But when you search for Christina Ricci... Uh, you do get a result for Christina Ricucci, who <laughs> is a Beatles fanatic, actress, singer, dancer, musician, and Lyme disease advocate. That's funny. Are you sure you didn't mean Christina Ricucci? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it's Christina Ricucci here. Um, if you don't know me, I am an actress, a dancer, singer, songwriter, and musician, and I am super excited to be able to connect with you guys a little bit more, send you or a loved one a very special personalized message. Bye. Wow. Could I become a celebrity on Cameo? <laughs> I guess so. Are, are you a Lyme disease advocate? Because I don't know if I that's mean, one of the... Are you? What I'm, are you an advocate of? I'm certainly an advocate of some things. <laughs> All right. On that note. Good episode. Bye, buddy. If I couldn't buy no diamond.